Welcome to the Contractor's Best Friend Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Humphrey. We are sponsored today by Caterpillar and also forconstructionpros.com. I'm joined in the studios today by Jason with Jason Hurtis, our Caterpillar quarry and aggregates expert, and also Lonnie Fritz, Caterpillar's heavy construction and road building expert. Guys, great to have you here today. A new topic that we haven't really discussed in the past, so this should be really interesting. How does our workforce influence our equipment purchases? <laughs> and, and, and instead of just going technical, there's got to be some people side to this thing, right? Oh, clearly. Jason, start us off. There clearly is. I mean, it's hard to find operators. It's hard to retain them. So the newer equipment, you know, the days of an open ROPS, no air conditioning, that's, that's gone. They want the creature comforts of, this, of the car that they drive to work to be in their heavy equipment. Um, so unfortunately or fortunately, contractors, quarry operators, you know, they're having to look at that of yeah. newer equipment, cleaner equipment, all the environmental things to, to get the operators to be happy and want to stay with them for that particular reason rather than, you know, money or anything else. So it's it's hugely changed the market today just because of the people shortages. Yeah, big time. And I think I'd even just recently, you know, the millions and millions and millions of job openings, and we have less than that people available to, to fill those spots. So even if they all were employed, we'd still be short. Lonnie, when you look at this topic, and I know for as a ex-contractor, you sort of see this from a personal standpoint as well. What what are the thoughts that go through your mind? First thought that hits my mind is, uh, in, in what I see in visiting contractors these days is, use both of your ears listen to your field force it's yeah. all about communication yeah, right? right that relationship right. with your field force if you have those precious operators listen to what they have to say because they are putting the most hours in on your machine especially those that you trust and that that know somewhat about what what's going on with the equipment yes use yeah. them as your trusted advisors yeah. i.e your employee because they understand uh the machine they prefer with the greatest swing torque maybe an excavator. When I was in the field, there was a preference of what excavators, those pipe layers wanted to use mm -hmm. based on how well they could excavate, pull the trench boxes, um, attachments. I know we've mentioned those. We have separate podcasts just on attachments. Some is just the ease of coupling to your attachments. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of innovation coming out uh, with those things today. Uh, technology preferences, you know, and the way it's the integrated technology and how many button pushes does it take? What's that display look like? Um, ride comfort. It is their office. You know, is it a soundproof cab? Is it dustproof? You know, Jason mentioned uh, keeping them comfortable inside, you know, with the HVAC systems. Uh, there's so much that goes into it that my message is, is listen to them because they know very well what their experience is operating the machine or asset that you own as a contract. Well, let me ask both of you guys, because I, I think you probably see the same things in, in your area, Jason, with, with the quarries and all that. You put two operators in the same machine, not at the same time, but you put two operators operating the same piece of equipment. You're going to see differences in the use of that, right? Oh, absolutely. So how does that engage you when you're thinking of purchasing or leasing another piece of equipment or more equipment when you have those type of differences yeah no matter what i mean each machine has its own personality anyway and each operator has their own personality um so the more you can blend the two the better off you're going to be the difference between the two operators may not be right or wrong you know and that's again where you got to understand why is that operator different than operator b yeah. you know is it hand position is it how they understand the machine is it time in the seat 
there's a lot of things that go into that. And we've done a lot to try to minimize that onboard coaching and onboard things telling the operator, hey, this is how you're doing. Um, simple fuel efficiency meters like you see in your cars or trucks. Yeah. So the operator kind of knows this is how I'm performing or this is where I need to perform and I what do I need to get there right. to get the optimum out of the machine and the most production for my owner. I'm sure, I know that you guys, we've talked about this in the telematics of, of, the, of the numbers and that type of thing. Is it worthwhile to, to, when we're talking about purchasing or leasing equipment based on our employees, which is really our topic today, right? The workforce. You know, how many of our operators take that extra time every morning, um, not just to start the equipment up to get it warmed up, but actually will go through and kind of give it a little bit of a close watch. Does that play into mm-hmm. a little bit of your decision of, of when you might buy a piece of equipment or who, you, when, you, why, what equipment might you buy? Yeah, and to, to that point of how close are the operators paying attention to their machines is that, well, first, it's cultural to right. its expectations right. for those machine walkarounds and inspections. And that all fa- factors into what to purchase, what does it require per shift, you know, pre-shift. From- Come on, though, you've been out there on those paving jobs where the paver just gets it heated up, they go get a cup of coffee, and then they're back and they're gone. A truck gets there earlier, which is a surprise in itself. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Very materials, true. <laughs> and then they're out there pushing that asphalt, and they really didn't give it a good look over yeah again it, it's cultural it's mm. a, a, it's accountability what it, what is required or not required um when you're around a machine that is that critical such as an asphalt paver to your example brad you're going to uh, make sure you have the crew there it's going to take care of it have i had those issues in my past life yeah i tell yeah. you the issue we'd have and that was the road widener yeah the trash on the road widener the sections that were not put in the right place stowed safely and securely right or the way it wasn't folded in for transportation bring back some bad memories <laughs> for me I, I tell you I, I think i'm gonna have nightmares again tonight i thought i got rid of all those years ago but anyway to your point yeah it's it needs to be taken care of it needs yeah. to be uh and there, there's plenty of tools and, and things out there but it's back to preventive maintenance and so many other things what is the culture what's the expectations in your firm and how do you carry those through? And it's a top-down approach, yeah. right? We and all you, need to and, believe in it. Well, and, and for the small contractor that only has eight to 10 employees, they probably have at least one of those that are probably the operator and probably dependable one. But one of the things that I have found, I'm impressed with this when I hear contractors talk about bringing one or two of their operators with them to uh, Connex or to a, a local equipment show or to the, take them to the cat, you know, cat dealer. Yep. Um, any thoughts on that? I mean, getting their input on making decisions that purchases or leases? Again, I think operators have a bigger influence on machine purchases today than what they've had in the, in the past. And, and all for good reasons. Like Lonnie said, that's their office. They're going to be in it the most. And no matter what we do from a manufacturer's standpoint, the brain between the ears and the seat is yeah. going to make you or break you. And well, the Con, the Con Expo, which I said Con Expo, so I want to clarify that real quick for the audience if they're not. If, and by the way, if you're listening to this and you haven't been to the Con Expo, you ought to go. Oh, it's an awesome show. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a, it, a contractor going to a toy store, right? It, it, it's a don't miss. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's huge. And you'll see all kinds of new equipment and new machines. And, you know, like we've talked about, some of it's perception. You know, if you're an operator and you're looking for a job and you walk up and you know, all their equipment's in disarray and they don't, you know, don't have good equipment. You know that you're valuable in the marketplace. You know that you're valuable to them. Go to the, you're going to go to the next person that has newer equipment and cleaner cabs and air conditioning and heated and cooled seats because that's going to be your job for the next couple of years, eight to 10 hours a day. 
Yeah, and, and having giving them the chance to get up in there and kind of figuring it out. Yeah, I still, we, we've laughed, the three of us have laughed about this, but, you know, so many times in the years, especially in the mining industry and the, and the quarry business, you know, I've had uh, operators tell me that it's not so much running the equipment, it's how it feels in their rear end. Mm-hmm. Sure. You know, they can yeah. almost <laughs> tell when the equipment, absolutely. right? Yeah, absolutely. Kind of, absolutely. That's how close these guys get to the yep. equipment. Yep. Feel and sound, right? I don't, exactly. It can be a draw roll crusher. When I was running those in my dad's gravel pit, it was all about sound and the feel. You know, you, obviously you're seeing, you're using all your senses. But, you know, one thing I wanted to share here too, Brad, is, you know, and, and Jason and I have mentioned this, is, is operators don't know what they don't know. And I mean that very sincerely because when I get into a new vehicle, I need to look through the manual. I need to get familiarized with the controls and things. And so does an operator. The same goes for procurement, the decision makers. When we talk about fleet selection, talking to your operators, understanding, and how do you make those equipment purchases is maybe ownership or the final decision maker doesn't fully know what they don't know if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And whether it's scratching the back and taking the operators to Con Expo or taking them to the dealership, right. as you mentioned, hearing their voice and what they have to say, because again, they're putting the most hours in the seat and running that back inside to make a firm decision. And I mean that firm is in a business decision that works for everybody. The other integral player in this that we haven't talked about is the fleet manager. Yeah, That is why they sit on our heavy construction customer advisor group. They sit right between two key parts of the business, usually ownership and procurement and the field. And they have a say, and they are really connected to those assets each and every day, not just keeping them running. What is it that we need? So my past experience was those individuals, those being the fleet managers, we really leaned on them when it came time to quote unquote, make our wish list for asset procurement for the upcoming year when we were working with our cat dealer because they know best what is needed in the firm. I really appreciate hearing that because I know some of the contractors I've worked with over the years that had, that had a fleet manager, they were large enough to have a fleet. Mm-hmm. Um, it was amazing to me sometimes how the owner might not have even asked the fleet manager to dig some information out of what we're looking to buy and why should we buy this over that. And I've always been, you know, it just stops me in my tracks because I don't understand that. You've got a person here that probably knows the equipment better than you do <laughs> as the owner. Why wouldn't you solicit that? In fact, I think it's a great thing to do whether you have a fleet manager or not, but ask those operators, hey, give me the top five reasons why we need to go to a different model or we need to buy a newer one or we need to go to a different brand, whatever the case may be. And I just don't know that the owners always mm-hmm. do that. And so yeah. we want to certainly encourage them to do that. Jason, I'm going to get you. Let me give you last last say on this. Give us some wrap-up thoughts on this. The operators are critical. Get them to be part of the process, the decision process. You know, take them to see the machine at a demonstration at a dealer or a Caterpillar or another manufacturer, and they'll help you make the right decision. And then once the decision's made, they're going to make sure yeah. it was the right decision yeah. for you and your operations. That's a great suggestion. In fact, it's all—it's a great way to build retention with some of your better workers. Uh, Most definitely. Yeah, because we can relate to this even to hand tools and that kind of stuff, getting our employees involved. Hey, th- you guys both have great knock, knocked it out of the park today. Thank you for this. If you're listening to this, we, we welcome uh, you, certainly for you to listen to it again, repeat it. It's a good one. Share it with your fleet managers or your operators, and they may have some additional input that could help you. And if you're interested in other topics that uh, certainly Lonnie and Jason have commented on, Please go to cat.com or fourconstructionpros.com and look in the archives. You'll find a a plethora of topics, as they say, that uh, will allow you to hear from the expertise of Lonnie and and, uh, Jason in the future. Hey, this is Brad Humphrey. Thank you for listening today. Have a great year. 
link to helpful content from cat experts featured on the Cat Landscaping and Construction Facebook page.